Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Ryan at the Movies. So, it's always been a dream of mine to basically create my own movie critiquing scale and then turn it into a podcast or a YouTube channel. So I'm just trying this out to see if I like it or not. Um, so I love movies growing up. I I have a photographic memory, so I have a lot of movies memorized. I've had a gift for being able to do impressions as well. Um, so yeah, so today I'm going to do The Phantom Menace. Um, and for those of you who don't know yet, I super love Star Wars. Um, Star Wars is one of my favorite movie franchises of all time. Um, but it is not without its flaws, I will say that. Um, The Phantom Menace is one of the, probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to bash on Star Wars or George Lucas or any of that. But that movie, I could probably take 85 to 90% of it out and it would... Like, I could probably just make a full new movie just because it's so bad. It's got so many scenes, and I'm not going to be able to cover even half of the scenes that I do not agree with in that movie. So, yeah, so let's get started. So let's go through the first scene in The Phantom Menace. So the very first scene, you have Obi-Wan Kenobi, who was a Padawan at the time, and you have his master, Qui-Gon Jinn. They get sent to the Separatist leaders to negotiate a new trade. Um, and they were sent by the Chan- Chancellor Valorum, who, if you're not fil- familiar with Star Wars, it's basically like the President of the United States, but for Star Wars. And so they get sent there, and... Oh my gosh. <laughs> they just, like... The Separatist leaders, they don't even know why the Jedi are there in the first place. And... The acting is so bad as well that it's just kind of like, what the hell is going on, you know? (laughs) So they go, and they're sitting in this room, and the droid comes out, and he's like, "Um, they'll be with you momentarily. And then, all of a sudden, you see this gas come into the room, and they have to put on these, um, what are they called? These gas masks to basically keep them from dying, obviously. And then they just go, and they like get out of it and they kill all these droids and then they basically just they escape so there's a lot of things wrong with that scene um just the fact that they basically it's just so boring there's a lot of things about the phantom menace that are just they're it's boring there's a lot of just sitting and talking And what makes me even more mad is that not that the talking doesn't have anything to do with the plot. It does. It's just, it's not very exciting. It's just all these people are just going and they're just like, yeah, um, so we need to make a new treaty or like, yeah, the separatists will not help us or whatever. And they're going to do an illegal treaty. The problem with this movie is that there's so many holes in it. They don't really explain anything in it. So the next scene is they go to the Gungans, the Gungan world on Naboo, which is underwater, apparently. (laughs) And they basically just, they like, talk to this idiot named Jar Jar Binks, who's basically just a character created by George Lucas to appeal to children. 
And those of you are, who are a fan of the Darth Jar Jar theory, like, oh my gosh. Not that I don't agree with you, but it's just kind of very far-fetched and stupid. I'm not going to lie. If an idiot named Jar Jar Binks was the face of the Sith, I would be like, I'm never watching this again. So I'm not bashing it. I'm not saying it could be true. It's just that we have no way of knowing that. Um, so they meet this guy named Jar Jar Binks, and they basically just... He leads them underwater to the Gungans, which is a group of people who are native to Naboo. And they basically just... They borrow an underwater ship, basically. They don't explain how that works at all. And then they go and they help Queen Amidala and her people get out of Naboo. Well, get away from the droids safely. Um, and yeah, it's just basically like... It's so dumb. It's... Like... For example, the, what they could have done for this movie is they basically just could have taken Anakin Skywalker. So they could have just met Anakin Skywalker on a different planet and then trained him to be a Jedi, and then they could have just, like, at the end, they could have fought Darth Maul. But no, they had to do all this boring shit that makes no absolutely no sense. Anyways, I got, I'm getting off track here. But the next scene is them, they just go to... Their ship needs... The ship's running out of fuel, I guess, or something. They don't really explain that. They need a new part for their ship for some reason. I don't know what that even means. But they go to the, on this planet called Tatooine, which is basically the planet where everything on Star Wars happens. I don't know. There's millions of planets in the galaxy, but basically they only can show any of the scenes on one planet. That makes a lot of sense, huh? But they end up... They just go, and they're like... They find Anakin Skywalker, who's basically the face of the franchise, or one of the faces of the franchise, and he's a little annoying prick who's just kind of like, Padme, are you an angel? And then they're just like, he, in order to get the part, they just, they need to do this stupid race called pod racing, and it's just like, it's 20 minutes of my life I'll never get back. That whole scene is so stupid so boring and just i feel like they could have done something much cooler than that and don't get me wrong it was fun to play in lego star wars but that's about it um there's just there's a lot of things wrong with it wrong with this movie and i just i love the character of darth maul I also thought that Liam Neeson did a good job with as Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, but other than that, it's pretty terrible. Like, <laughs> and I'm just getting started. I'm just getting warmed up. So, Anakin ends up winning the race, obviously, because it's an American movie, not a Korean movie. If it was a Korean movie, Anakin wouldn't have won the race, and I would have been like, oh, boo-hoo. But, <laughs> so, basically, they just... They're like, yeah, so let's, uh, we now are going to take you to Coruscant and somehow we bought the rights to your slave ownership. And then they also are like, Shmi Skywalker, his, Anakin's mom is like, yeah, so basically he didn't have a dad. I just kind of conceived and you're like, wait, are you asexual? That makes no sense. And then he's like, his metachlorian counts really high and you're just like, Oh, what is happening right now? <laughs> I really, like, I just had no idea what was going on. 
even as a kid, I well, even now, I'm like, what? <laughs> and so, basically, they end up going back to Naboo to rescue Queen Amidala. And then they... They go, and they encounter Darth Maul. And that, I'm not going to lie, like, gives the movie all the points that I rated it. Just because the choreography in that fight is so cool. You can feel the emotions. It's just awesome. Um... So yeah, the sad thing is, is that I really don't have that much to talk about with The Phantom Menace, just because it's such a shitty movie that I can't really, I don't really have that many nice things to say about it. I'll go through some nice things, though, at the end of this episode, but yeah, I, th- I would say the Darth Maul scene alone, I'd give it 20 points. And that's just being nice. And I think it gets a 20 out of 100. I do. And then the stupid battle scene at the end where the Gungans are fighting the droids is like, what the hell is this? And it's just kind of, it's just so lame. The original three Star Wars movies, Star Wars A New Hope, that came out in 1977, which started it all. It That movie was just... There's something about it. There's a magic to it. Same with the fifth one. And the sixth one is a little shaky in parts, but um, it's it has a lot of magic. The f- In chronological order, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith, those, I would say, sl- get better as they go, but there's just... There's not as much magic to it. I would say is Revenge of the Sith is the best out of the three, in my opinion. You might disagree. And then I'd say Attack of the Clones is second best, and then... The last is obviously this one. (laughs) But anyways, I'll talk about those in later episodes. But The Phantom Menace is just... Like, even saying its name makes makes me cringe. Just because of Jar Jar, who's like, Misa, stupid! And then there's, like, Anakin at the end where he's like, This is pod racing! There's just, like, some of the lines are just so retarded. And you're like, Oh... what is going on like you know what i mean it's just stupid so going through my movie critiquing scale that i made actually myself because i have a lot of free time apparently (laughs) so what i do is i split the movie into 10 categories and i'll go through them plot writing dialogue special effects character development pacing Com- the comedy in it, the romance in it, the action, and the contriveness. And if you don't know what the word contrived means, it just means that it doesn't work logically or that the movie's not logic. Or it's how well, like how logical the movie can be. I do, however, realize that there are some movies that are cartoons and they're not going to be very logical. But So I don't really take off many points for that, but you get the picture. But, so for example, what I did... For this critique scale on the movie Pulp Fiction. I don't know if you've ever seen that Quentin Tarantino movie. But it's honestly one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, For the plot I gave it a 9. For the writing an 8. Dialogue 10. Special effects 7. Character development 9. Pacing 10. Comedy is a 10. Romance is a 10. Action is a 9.5. And contriveness is a 10. So it's got a final score of 92.5. So what I do is I add up all of these. And put it on a scale of 1 to 100. So, here's what I'm going to do. With The Phantom Menace, I'm going to 
do this right now. So I'm going to write this step by step. The plot, I would give it a 1. The writing, just because it's terribly written, the plot absolutely makes no sense. It, I mean, it does make sense, but it's just so dumb and it's really stupid. Writing, I would give it a, hmm, probably a three. Yeah, it's not the worst, but it's pretty sucky still. A dialogue, I would give it a one. The special effects, I would actually give it an eight. It had pretty good special effects, I'm not going to lie. Character development, I would give it a 2. The pacing, I would give it a 2. The comedy, I would give it a... Well, just because it's hilarious, because it's stupid, i give it an 8. No, that's, that's being nice, the 6. And then the romance, I'd probably give it a... Um, hmm... Three. The action, I'd give it a... Well, because of the Darth Maul scene, it gets a lot of points, so it's probably an 8. It gets some bonus points there. Contriveness, I'd give it a 1. So I'm going to add this up. 1 plus 3 is 4, plus 1 is 5, plus 8 is... Sorry, 13. Plus 2 is 15, plus 2 is 17, plus 6 is 23, plus 3 is 26, plus 8 is 31 plus 1 is 33 so the final score it gets a 33 out of 100 um so yeah that is the end of my podcast one of the first well the first podcast i've ever done um if you disagree with the rating i gave it or if you have anything else to add feel free to leave a comment and i will be happy to read them and get back to you um Well, yeah, thank you for listening. I really appreciate all of you and God bless you.